lot of pirates pay lip service to the Bismara. Few actually care about gaining her favor. Well, tell me, Cassius, what about you? Is Bismara the queen of your ship time exploring? Yo ho ho and a bottle of baby formula for Jabert and rum for the rest of us. Mm. Welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Roll No Crits. This is your Captain Patrick here steering the ship into unknown waters this week. And I'm joined by a boisterous set of barnacles behooved to bedraggle this intro out. My four friends and oftentimes flagrantly festooned fools, a.k.a. Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Welcome back, ye folks. Ahoy! Mm. My baby is asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Then we be needing to do something called whisper ops. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So oftentimes when we play video games, especially like Patrick or our our friend Mike, um, and whether if there's anybody in the house that does not want to be disturbed, we're like, oh, it's time to do whisper ops where we get closer to the mic and we're like, okay, guys, this. (laughs) Let's go left. I want to go left. There's enemies. I'm on a different floor from where my wife sleeps. So I just shout (laughs) and and scare my dog, I'm sure. (laughs) He's got. Great sense of hearing, yeah. but uh, Melissa gets upset because the w- w- the more I upgrade my headphone to have which my headphones, so I get better and better headphones, which have a tighter and tighter seal. The louder I get, so I can hear myself through the <laughs> headset, which is why when I record this show in particular, I actually keep one cup off my right ah. ear so I can hear myself because I, I thought that was that, a gang thing, Tyler. No, I well, so we and we talked about this on one of the episodes. I find that if I don't do this, I turn Irish half the time. I try to talk like a pirate. <laughs> So mm. go figure. This is my, this is my fix. You gotta, you gotta invest in an open backed uh, pair of headphones, my dude. Yeah. All of you guys yeah. have very expensive or heavy mm. looking headphones on right now. Um, Rebecca, you've got some pods in. I've got like a, a $10 set of wired <laughs> earbuds that I do have to adjust oh, every yo, once in a while. Got that so. Kobe drip going on. It, it, I mean, I can hear myself and I can hear everyone else. So I think it does pretty well for me. Oh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, last week on the podcast, if you guys recall, I got to introduce one of my favorite enemies in Pathfinder, in all of Pathfinder, yeah. to your guys' party in the form of the Grindy Lows. Yeah. The Octogoblins. Yeah, he said that before we started recording. Octogoblins. That's um, what I wrote in my notes is Octogoblins. I did not catch their actual name. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, granula, I think we said it last time, but also half goblin, half sharktopus <laughs> creatures. Yeah. Um, not really many Pathfinder APs that you get out of book one without fighting goblins of some kind. Mm. <laughs> so this is kind of the version of that. I, I guess if it's... Re- if it's half goblin, half sharktopus, wouldn't that be a third goblin 
a third shark and a third octopus? No, it's uh, 50, 25, 25. Okay, okay. <laughs> Probably. Just making sure. Uh, I, one of the things that this has made me realize about Starfinder is that mm-hmm. I miss aquatic enemies. It has been nice to see mm. some aquatic enemies, but in Starfinder, we just so rarely see them. Well, we had the Sharktopus in two of our Skittermander episodes of Cosmic Crit. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but in, in the Starfinder Society um, mm-hmm. modules, there are some more aquatic themed adventures but yeah in insofar as the adventure paths in starfinder not as many no there really hasn't been so i i I want some more i want like a fully aquatic ap book i want want more space ones like more zero g kind of fights i'll I'll tell you what when when they do have a starfinder campaign that takes place in the water mike halo is gonna swim 50 feet around yeah, yeah. I'll that's tell you, a, I'll tell you what. Get some some aquatic races. They they really do need their their place to shine. Um, it's like the opposite there, of a, the Strix, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, there's the also uh, there's also like some submersible power armor. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, fun Ooh. to pull into it. So. Um, but yeah, Grindy Lows last week. Um, are you guys excited to get back into the Pathfinder story of this week? Oh yeah. Yes. So where um, were we? I hear when, we ran aground. Yeah, the man's promise was hit by a massive storm, even bigger than the one that, that you guys faced <laughs> I off. You were going to say that the man's promise got hit by a massive island. <laughs> well, like, wow. that too. <laughs> that too. And was hit by a raiding party of those small bluish grandilo creatures. Uh, one quarter shark, one quarter octopus, half goblin, <laughs> as we've determined. So this week's episode indeed starts with your vessel having run aground wedged on what seems like a huge sandbank and a rocky outcropping of maybe some dead coral reef and it seems to have caused a great deal of damage below deck as you guys can make your way down there and you see maybe some seams and divots and the the side of the vessel have been kind of collapsed inward I on like the to starboard that- side I like to think that we've performed a sneak attack on the island. <laughs> or um, vice versa. You didn't see this island coming. Um, as, as you get down there, you guys are greeted by about a foot of water. Um, and waiting in front of you is, is Jack Scrimshaw, who in the dim morning light says, uh, Oi, we're holding starboard near the rear water barrel. Water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink, I reckon. <laughs> You said we I'm were, Jack Scrimshaw. <laughs> you said we were greeted by the water. I was just immediately thinking about the water. I was like, oh, hello, I'm water. <laughs> well, uh, yes, Jack, how is the uh, uh, how's the hull? Are we are we stuck here for some time then? Oh, I, I know always about me Whitland, but not much about ship crafting. Mm. Uh, but if you all have sailing lore or a relevant crafting skill or some other skill check you'd like to make you can take a look at the damage and see if you can sur- surmise what has happened to the ship so crafting would work if you have an a, a, an equivalent like woodworking uh craft oh i didn't know there was a there's subsets specialty yeah, there's all crafting. kinds of craft you, you'd be a okay. potter or yeah. you know, 
brew potions? Is that one? <laughs> That'd be cool if you're just like, here's your ranks in crafting. You can build anything. It looks like uh, it looks like Cassius is so good at sailing that he doesn't even know what a damaged ship looks like. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've never seen it completely damaged. It's always just sunk beforehand. So yeah, hold on, real talk. Oh. Like, I know with lore, you have like lore. All I have is lore genealogy, which does me no good out here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But there's no, I mean, what am I, I, I am trained in crafting. What I does that, that mean? I, I don't think that there are like specific sub skills of crafting. So I think crafting is just its one skill. I think um, it would there, be I think there are feats that you can get that'll like let you use crafting to do other things. But yeah, if you, if you're trained in crafting, uh, feel free to give it a roll. <laughs> See if you can. Oh, I got the oh. same as Tyler. Another 12. <laughs> Five and a seven. Force yeah, victory. Well, we're roll medicine. We're, we're ready to go, guys. Let's <laughs> just put it in reverse. Honto touches the side of the ship and it's like, it is, it is sick. Yeah, this wood is not well. <laughs> now, it's hard to make out the damage, but with this amount of water, at the very least, you guys think if there aren't repairs made, then this could sink the ship in, you know, maybe half a day or so. Hmm. Uh, so above you, there's some shouting from sailors on the deck above and the the waning kind of uh, rain above uh, hits your faces as the top deck is dismantled. So it's like these large hatches that make up the top deck where they can be removed and you can lower in all kinds of um, trade goods and crates and things like that. You see torches and lanterns being held by some of the, the pirates above you, and uh, they, they're opening up the ship to take a look at the damage. Mr. Plug shouts down to the the crew and says, uh, Dismantle this deck and, uh, and man the bilgeth. We must thonth the, the water from thinning us to the bottom. Every pirate aboard, including you guys, are, are set furiously working throughout the, the morning here as uh, it was kind of maybe like 3 or 4 a.m. And by the time the sun rises, you are still, you know, uh, furiously working. Uh, just about everyone here has already been through a whole day of difficult tasks, a day and the night. Um, and for, for you guys, I have some marked as enfeebled one, uh, just going one pass fatigued. Uh, the only one that hasn't yet is Honto. So Honto, Seth, how are you? Uh, why don't you make me, this is a little different. It's not a constitution check, but uh, make me a fortitude save uh, to avoid becoming fatigued by the lack of sleep. I believe everyone else is at least fatigued already. I actually get to use my fortitude. Actually do. And I rolled really well. Wow. Uh <laughs> Three on the die gets me an eleven. You're just you just wanted to be part of the crew like everyone else. So the the sleep deprivation maybe gets to you now right. this next day, and you are also fatigued. Cool. Um, muscles still strong, but yeah, you you're like daydreaming uh, as you're you're setting about your work here, and as the sun rises. You guys are, are bucketing water over the side of the ship and dismantling bulkheads and moving cargo about. Uh, the The bell rings and, and Master Scourge begins moving around the ship to take a roll call as you uh, are not expected to move to the top deck, which is mostly dismantled, but he is still 
making sure everyone is where they're supposed to be. When he comes to Badger Medlar, he calls out her name all over the ship over and over again before uh, moving on to the next pirate in line. And there is no response as you indeed did see her slip into the the ocean that night, the night before. Uh, But there is one other sailor that is unaccounted for as well. As he comes to you all and the, the aft part of the, the man's promise as you're you're getting your work done and starts shouting, Sandara Quinn! Anyone here seen Sandara Quinn? Gasp! There is indeed stunned silence as you guys can look about you, but you have not seen hide nor hair of the priestess of Besmara in some, some hours. Who's going to heal us now? Who indeed? <laughs> Not Gandoso, I'll tell you that much. You, you've been upgraded to the primary healer. No. <laughs> <laughs> My spells. Make me a perception or a survival check if you want to take a, a look around for her. But I mean, you, like I said, you've, you don't have recollection of seeing her uh, since you run around. Oh, Haunto, jeez. Well, that would be a 25 on survival. Ooh, good survival checks here. Maybe um, with Candoso's help, you both rode pretty well here. You're looking around where she was working throughout the storm, and Jabert, Candoso kind of remembers seeing the grindy lows before they attacked and hearing someone shout out. And as you're looking over in that direction, Honto, you see maybe some claw marks on the side of the the port side of the vessel where she was and behind some barrels right there something catches your eye as uh, as you bend down you pick up her pendant of Besmara Sandara's <gasps> necklace that uh, that you recall her bringing out to uh, to heal you several times before it is a, a small ship's wheel that she wore around her neck and, and would often bring out and kiss not something she would leave behind if, right. if she had so, left of her own free will. So these uh, claw marks are on the edge of the vessel? It looks like you see a couple where the grindy lows had, had climbed up in addition to their, their suckers, which didn't doesn't really leave a mark. They have these wicked little claws that they, they use. Is there some uh, line nearby uh, fastened to the side of the ship or somewhere on the vessel? Not that you can see, no. Really? I mean, to... Okay. To like outside the vessel. I have some rope if you need it. That's what I mean. So, sorry, I'm trying to use I'm trying to use like technical terms because we have some. Viewers. No, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking if someone had brought a line up or had lowered one into the water. No, just like like, like I, I was informed by by one of our excellent um, listeners, uh, Jet specifically, that oh uh, yeah, once a, once a a rope is brought onto a ship. It is now a line. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a ship's captain. Uh, actually, he is uh, going to be on the Patreon GM crit chats with which oh, very uh, cool. Seth you have done before. But we get to talk Indeed. about specifically uh, conversion of systems. But um, yeah, I found a good deal out about Jet. That Gee, should, why did that should why be did he out choose by the time that you're topic. listening to this? I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well. Um, Yes, uh, you know, he informed me some of my pronunciations of, of ship things is incorrect. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to get like too technical right. and like lose people, but, but the, you the have, rigging you and the some lines. Of the boat, you want to have some of the boat words. Yes, uh, but like, magically. Like Folksol or whatever. Yeah, yeah uh, like, Folksol. I, I said I, I've called it the Faux Castle, um, which is, you know, what it, it means. 
it comes from four castle you know the the castle at the the four the front of the ship but focusal uh, doesn't sound like an actual word uh yeah you, you know you gotta bring in some real technical terms like boat tip <laughs> end of All boat right. front of boat boat head and boat butt all hands to the boat tip everyone get on the boat butt um so yeah, anyway. um, there's there there are several lines running on on the ship. You, are you trying to to grab one or? Yeah, I was gonna see if one is available to uh, maybe fasten one end around me, myself. Uh, and uh, would Candoso be nearby? Jabert, uh, you guys are working uh, yeah, together. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, okay. As soon as I as soon as I see this, you and I perhaps converge on the spot. Yeah. Um, Tonto, mm. like in the middle of like securing this this line around his midsection, will like hand the pendant over to you and say, "Hold this." Okay, right. hold on to the pendant. Put and it I, I, I will jump off the side of the ship as soon as you disappear over the port side. Master Scourge comes up and it's like, "Honto, where's Honto? <laughs> <laughs> Roll call for Honto. Oh, uh, that's a whipping. That, uh, that's a Can I do use deception to be like, ay, ay. as like, <laughs> make, make, a, make, a dis, make a disguise check. <laughs> yeah, what's your what's your best Honto impression as Cassius? Ay, ay. <laughs> I don't Terrible. know. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Um, no, I hate, uh, I hate he sounded pirates. like my friend did Ross. <laughs> make me a perception check as you dip into the waters here. As at the morning kind of comes, um, it seems like whatever ruckus the ship uh, hitting has has caused has already settled. Like the the sand and sediment has settled down here, and it's pretty crystal clear waters in the the early morning light. Um, so just a perception. Uh, that'd be a 20 on the perception. Dirty you see, 20. So, ooh, let me just bring up my map, make sure there's nothing out this way. You see uh, several um, large areas of, of coral before what looks like a, a large beachfront that uh, climbs up maybe a couple hundred feet away. I should probably <laughs> bring up the map before I start talking distances. <laughs> but... You don't see any human bodies or articles of clothing or anything along that nature uh, down here. Okay. Um, now, did we run aground before we got attacked by the creatures? It was almost simultaneous. Um, they probably were nearby, but um, you the, the ship was navigating some of these um, rocky outcroppings before it hit, which was like right at the end of combat. Okay. Well, uh, I can be underwater for a while before I need to start worrying about coming up. So I guess I'll just keep searching, um, see if I can find anything else. See if I can find maybe some sort of uh, home that these things would have come out of, uh, some sort of hive. Do I even know what those were? I think we established they were like an arcane thing, right? Yeah, I believe maybe not a natural thing. An aberration of some sort. An aberration. So a goblin, when a goblin loves a shark and an octopus in a (laughs) polyamorous relationship. When a goblin loves a shark. You can't you can't stop love. Uh no, how how they were made or, or where exactly they're from. I don't think you're Oh yeah. So I cannot ply my survival skills. I think you could just see the mo- <laughs> from where the ship is. Uh, maybe the island closest is 
like two thirds of a mile away. So it is, it is a good distance away, but you can see where the shoreline starts to to come up to, to the beaches from, from the other one over there. But you don't see anything indicative of where perhaps they could make a home besides the, the coral reef. And, and all you see here is small colorful fish kind of flitting about. So let's get back to the ship. Is yep. everyone else manning I'll, the bilges? I'll, I'll climb back up if, if it's not a good deal to do so. <laughs> because everyone is indeed called to the top deck, minus the pirates manning the bilges uh, currently. So you're sopping wet as you get back on top there. But uh, uh, Mr. Plug does from the the stern castle address the crew and um, he has his officers by his side. Obviously, Ichito Greg is now an officer on the man's promise. Uh, Mr. Plug says, we lost some crew in the night, but we cannot let that deter us from the job at hand. We must double our efforts in order to make it to Port Peril. Master Skirts has your tasks for today. I suggest everyone get to work. Master Scourge will start going around to people and uh, giving out tasks and, and says at first, a well mourn old Badger and Sandora at sundown if and we aren't all dead with them. But for now, we have a lot to do to get the vessel back in ship shape. So listen to what I got for ye. He starts giving out tasks to just about every pirate in the in the ship. Uh, most of the, the riggers, uh, Alaris, are sent down below to start bailing out um, or helping with repairs, which do seem to be needed if the ship is not going to sink in like a day. Um, Mr. Scourge will come specifically to you four and say, you lot over here. I want you and, and maybe uh, a few other gets uh, to scout out the island and, and find some potable water for refill our barrels. Ship's water was completely tainted in, in the, the flood. So you'll take the cutter out and, and get back before tide in two days' time, or you'll likely be left behind. Savvy? Savvy. Aye, aye. Uh, the other four that are sent along with you to maybe go in a different direction are Rosie Cuswell, Crimson Cogswell, uh, Cogsworth? Like, like Cogswell. Waiting. They're both Cuswell and Cogswell. <laughs> uh, Tilly, Brackett, and uh, Shavika. So they, they will get in the cutter and make for the shoreline with you all but they're gonna they're gonna be the b team in case you all die have we have we <laughs> no. talked to have we talked to shavika before she was part of the pirate games but i don't think you've made much uh, of the way of friends with her so I, I feel like this is a remark i would have made before but if i haven't i want to make sure that it's cut that that just sounds like a 90s songstress to me <laughs> like i can just see that with like 90s style shavika. Yeah, I think it's probably Shabika. because it sounds a lot like Shakira, but like specifically like Shavika has that like world uh, uh, hotness that was so big in the 90s. Like Shavika. Yeah. Ooh. Shavika. Uh, right. So you guys can get to paddle in. I imagine you're taking all your your good stuff, adventuring gear with you on this of this course. trip. I got lefty and righty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you're you're paddling over, I guess rowing over, um, or I guess the cutter would have a, a small sail on it as well. But um, whatever means you get that uh, 
two or, or three fifths of a, a mile to the shoreline, uh, the the morning kind of cloud coverage and mists part. And before you see a very large island that you've only glimpsed uh, from afar here, there's a, a large ridge of mountains on its western side and a, a one lone stony kind of fist produce, protruding from, from the eastern seaboard. Um, and between them, some very lush forests and swampy groves. You are coming at it from the north. So you're coming to this island's northern shore. Uh, while you guys are doing that, make me a perception check as you are swimming over. Give me a good one. Yeah. Oh, there's beat me, yeah. of course. Well, don't worry. I think most <laughs> everyone. I know. You're keeping your senses sharp. Most everyone can see in the distance what looks like some small man-made structures, maybe huts of some sort, um, kind of to the west on this northern beach. Um, can I just confirm, did we, um, we didn't rest at all, did we? No. 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 Great. No, Those but spells. this... Out of spells. Great. The, the adventure kind of opens up here, so if you guys want to... You know, you have two days time before the the ship supposedly is going to leave you on this uh, deserted island. Oh no! So, yeah, the <laughs> we, the rest of the Avenger really path will be get back on the ship? very boring if if you don't make it uh, back in time. But you have two days, you know, forty eight hours to do with what what you want here. So if you want to take a rest immediately, uh, that's why I said this this part of the adventure opens up a little bit more. You're not stuck on board a, sh- a sailing ship. This We're not under not. the watchful eye of Master Scourge and yeah. you know Whip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while you guys are fatigued, it's, it's not great times um, because you can't do in second edition something like exploration mode um, in, in Pathfinder. So it would it would be like the long slog in Starfinder. You're just kind of like dead marching through the, the forest if you want to continue on. Mind you, you've been awake for 30 something, 38 hours at this point and, and working almost continuously on, on the ship. So, well, maybe we could find some shelter in one of those huts. Right. So do you, do you want to, to make landfall and then head that direction? So Seems we're, we're going to make land and then head to where there's potentially people or, in, or sure. creatures, things. I mean, yes. You want to rest. That's, a, that's that. how it, that's how it works. When you, when you, uh, wreck right, your ship but, on a, on a, on an island, right? You go and you find people. Right, right, but you were just worried about not having any spells. I mean, right. What I, if I they're bad I don't people? Plan on, I don't plan on lighting everyone I meet on fire. But <laughs> well, you need to tell me that ahead of time, Jabert. I just don't understand. <laughs> and besides, I still I still have produced flame. I can still light people on fire. That's how, okay. that's how druids have, work, right? You I have meet to them, s- you greet them, you flame them. I have to say, Jabert, I'm really kind of losing sense of what your character is all about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Uh, I've mostly spent all my time in the bilges, so maybe yeah, just below deck, cooking, getting drunk. Yeah, (laughs) maybe maybe once we uh, sort of get out there, I can stretch my legs a little bit more. But Cassius Um, would agree that that making land and and finding a place, the hut's been a fine place to to rest. You know, he's enfeebled, so he's exhausted. He does not want. He does not want to march through a forest or something like that. The yeah. Moment. Yeah, and I was gonna ask, how long do we have to rest to no longer be enfeebled or fatigued? 
Um, eight, eight hours. Eight hours so. will knock me from enfeebled to fatigue if I know if I'm understanding that correctly. Okay. So I like I'd have to rest sixteen continuous hours if I wanted to go back to completely normal. Um, but I don't think that we should do that. I really just no. want to get rid of enfeebled <laughs> since that affects so many of my abilities. That's fair. So it's like Cassius, like you know, you know, when like the the typically extroverted and fun person is like legitimately exhausted, but people rely on them to be like happy <laughs> and fun. So they're like, "Hey, Cassius, do you make a joke?" And like he just kind of stares for a moment. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he has to no. pull the energy up. Like <laughs> he's like, he would say something like. How about I tell you the story of the man who woke something that did not want to be woke? <laughs> it ended in their death. The end. Leave me we, alone. We, 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 we get it, Cassius. <laughs> yeah. so, so it sounds like you guys might rest first and then head west. This other uh, group led by Rosie Cuswell, um, if, if you're thinking about going that direction, she, she says she is going to skirt eastward around the island and... Um, uh, she invites you to, if you want to get a good view, uh, she plans on first, um, maybe before they rest, getting the high ground on this single protruding kind of granite. Um, it's more of a hill. It's less of a mountain, but it's maybe 100 or so feet up. And, I'm sorry, uh, should I be seeing a map of this right now? No. No, I'm describing it with the, the power okay. of imagination. Mm-hmm. Just uh, making sure. The, the fist is maybe 100 uh, or 50 feet high above the the island jungle floor. So this is so, legitimately like a fist. Like there's no question about it. Like this is. It looks kind of, yeah, it looks like a, a couple of knuckles perhaps mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to a, like a long line of, of mountains. It's just like this huge jagged rock. Um, okay. So we're not talking about like a Mount Rushmore situation where somebody carved a fist. <laughs> no, it's about 50 okay. feet tall and there's maybe some, plants and things leading up the the side of it but it looks like it'd be a fairly easy climb like you're not gonna need ropes or anything like that but it looks like you might be able to get a a better view of some of the low-line rest of the the interior of this island um but yeah uh do you guys indeed want to take a take a nap first seems like it'd be a good idea given that we are all fatigued and or enfeebled right yeah, yeah, it would not be. Um, Plus, yeah. spells are gone. Yeah, I think it would behoove us <laughs> to okay. take a rest. Is, is the intent to go to the huts then, or? Yeah, after rest, huts. Re- okay, rest first, then huts. Okay, got it. Okay. So, I, yeah. yeah. Um, while I mean, this is, this is you kicking back in the sands, maybe, of a, uh, you know, pearly white sanded beach and uh, maybe finding some shade under some some palm trees and yeah and conking out does anybody want to do like watches or do you just want to go to sleep i think we just knock knock out um i do know cassius at one point would walk would maybe maybe after waking up uh head over to candoso and say mate if i can bend your ear for just a moment yes i think what, i saw you pocket I that i think i saw you pocket that pendant from that was old sandaras the Besmara trinket. A trinket, is it? Is that what you believe it to be? It's got different meaning for different folk, depending on what you believe in. I just curious. I believe Sendara would call this a holy symbol. 
I'm keeping I... it for her until we are reunited. So you believe in Besmara then, do ye? The gods are known. This is the way it is. And if we are on Besmara's ocean, we would do well to respect her domain, wouldn't you say? A lot of people pay, a lot of pirates pay lip service to Besmara. Few actually care about gaining her favor. Well, tell me, Cassius, what about you? Is Besmara the queen of your ship time exploring? <laughs> I think he, he, maybe he smiles a little bit at that as well. Maybe not sure what, how to deal with your particular profundity with words, but uh, yeah, he says, uh, his, he kind of looks maybe more serious, and he says, Besmara is more about freedom than lip service or what I believe to be true faith. There be something of hers that I do have me eye on. Something that resembles a lot of what that holy symbol appears to be. Well, I'm sure that Sandara will help you find it. But first, we must find her. Tell me, Cassius, mm, do you have need for Bismara's blessing? And I offer the uh, holy symbol. I think he would uh, take it or uh, out of your hand and kind of look at it and say, if I'm ever to find what it is I'm seeking, that lay us at the bottom of the ocean beneath the eye. I think we're gonna mean a lot more than her blessing, but it's not a bad start. Oh no, if what you seek is below the eye, I don't think Besmara will be much help. One never um, knows, but I do like to hedge my luck and my bets. Yeah, well, keep this for now. We will, we will uh, discuss the eye some other time. And then I shut my eye and take a nap. <laughs> Sounds good. Just a quick aside. Um, it's very late for this, but I would like to submit ship time exploring as ah, one of one of the one of the potential names of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's very very late, so <laughs> maybe as a subtitle for yeah. this arc. <laughs> yeah. dead, dead men roll no crits. Ship time ship exploring. Time exploring. <laughs> That's great. So by the time you guys find a place to to siesta and, and make it to the island here from the man's promise. And if you're all conking out at the same time, uh, you wake up about mid-afternoon by my math, uh, 3 p.m. or so, uh, as you all were rightly extremely exhausted, extremely tired from... Cool. from but no night. longer fatigued and or enfeebled. Yep, right. you can get some, some hit points back if anybody still had some damage on <gasps> them. Um, How many? I believe it's level plus uh, constitution. It's been oh, a while no. since we, we looked at, at uh, oh. healing. Oh, I need that, way right? more than that. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give myself a little uh, little natural heal. I'm going to eat some berries and rub, rub some sand in my wounds. <laughs> I wish I had a... What What's the... Is there like a potion or something I could have picked up? I mean, you got you have potions of of lesser healing or minor healing, I believe, amongst you guys and your. Oh yeah, because she gave them to us, all right? Yeah. Right? We. Um... Well, we got them from the the spoils of battle. Yeah, right. I have a minor potion of healing, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I did a bad job on my nature check, so I don't heal myself of any hit points. <laughs> mm. Uh, a minor I, could, I, could, I could try to heal. 
uh, a, f- a couple people. A and minor potion of healing is 1d8. Rebecca. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I spaced out there for a second. Uh, how many do you get back from sleeping overnight? Level, level and cost. Yeah, okay. I believe that's what we looked up last time, which is a little more than first edition. Um, I do like that it takes into effect constitution. I'm, I'm just going to double check that. But how how much are you guys down? And was that just the grindy low fight? Yeah, I'm I'm still very bloodied. Well, um, I just got eight <laughs> back on my minor potion of healing. So yeah, minor maximum nothing. healing. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like you... You, you gain hit points back. It is your level plus constitution for first level. It is constitution modifier multiplied by your level. So a little oh. bit more. Oh. You guys are level two now. Um, Wait, no, that's say... worse for me because that would be two, one times two instead of one plus two, right? Right? Um, What's your constitution modifier? It, one. It would be two times one. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It so two instead of three. It is worse for you. But uh, it does say here in the rules: if you rest without any shelter or comfort, might reduce this by half. Uh, so probably not a lot back from getting sleep here on the the beach. But from what I, I'm I reading can... here, um, the character loses the fatigue condition and reduces the severity of doomed and drained conditions by one. I'm gonna guess that. Enfeebled probably would go away as well. So Tyler, I don't think you need to worry about that right now. Oh, I was also going to say, I think, I think between uh, Candoso and Hanto, um, we can probably set up. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a tent and a bed roll. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, so yeah. I can, yeah, if you guys want to spend some time, time. Yeah. go right ahead. I, yeah. I imagine you can, like I said, you can find some shade. Why don't you give me a survival check and see if you find maybe just like a, a natural occurring cops or, or some. Oh, kind wow. Of cool yeah. area 27 i have a rope if it helps <laughs> yeah so you can make it is a rope now you're back small, on small a small That's camp true. here set up your bed rolls and relax um so feel free to get your full hit points back um does anybody else need any other healing before you move on do you need uh, to roll some yes. uh, i'm at I 18 will. of 26 but do all you... right let me let me let me try to roll some nature for you before we and while and while he tries to heal uh, Alaris, yeah, Hanto will try to heal Condoso. <laughs> Looks like it's like a line of monkeys picking fleas off of each other <laughs> for pouring medicine. I can on. do nothing. So you all um, wouldn't need to be healing each other if you just didn't get hit. In so uh, j- just for for our listeners who have not tried Second Edition, uh, Jabert, I think we mentioned this on air, but you're using nature in place of medicine because of. Uh, druid feet, druidic feet. Um, this is uh, let's see here. This is actually a skill feat, uh, oh. natural medicine. Okay, but it does fit very well with the druid lifestyle. Yeah, very much <laughs> and, so. Yeah. And what does that give me? So you get two d eight hit points. So because uh, this was a this is a successful success. uh, medicine check. Yeah, nice. So. All right, and oh, and Hanto, you rolled a 17, so. Are you rolling that, or do you want me to roll that? Uh, you go ahead and roll that for yourself. Okay. Hey, I guess Ten. I'm not clear nice. on how much it, oh, uh, you, yes, you, were getting, you were getting 2d8 hit points. Yeah. If, if this is critical success, 48, um, and uh, critical failure, they actually take damage, which would stink, <laughs> but. <laughs> there you go. People got some healing. All right, perfect. Um, I am not bloodied. I 
think I'll probably be fine. How's Cassius doing? Never, never been hit before in this AP. Yeah, I never took a hit. He, he's just kind of <laughs> he's watching. Actually, what he's doing is he he's using maybe a dagger to uh, make a small hole in the hilt of his fighting fan, and he's threading that pendant through the hole. Mm-hmm. So he's hanging off of his weapon, one oh, of his cool. weapons. Um, so I think uh, Hanto will then uh, address the group and ask if the plan is to meet with the natives on the island. Well, it sounds like a reasonable thing to do. If this is their home, then we owe it to them to uh, extend them a, a fair greeting. They well, could, may that they be could true, point but us to uh, clean water as well. That's I, also helpful. Or they could be having clean water and we could just be taking it. Why hunt down something for yourself when you can just take it from others? That earns Cassius a very stern look from Hanto. And he just looks at him and goes, pirate. <laughs> I mean, I'm aware. I think we should at least ask nicely first, and then we can resort to piracy if necessary. Kind of wordlessly, Hanto will actually kind of will we'll head out towards the the uh, edge of the the waters and uh, start hunting for crabs or some other sort of uh, food potentially. Crabs. <laughs> Good idea for a crab. Crab. So th- this is after you you've rested and. You want to um, spend some time here um, uh, before you if, head out. If if allowed, he's going to try and uh, hunt for some some food. And if asked to explain himself, he will indicate that he is doing so in order to lift the burdens of their need to find sustenance in a hope that it will aid in any kind of negotiations. Um, yeah. So that's that's the like subsist action of survival. So give me a general survival check. I did. I got a 16. Uh, Yep, that that is just enough, I think, maybe to take enough to survive on for the the day or so, but doesn't take too long. So if you want to spend some more time later doing that, you can. You might be able to pull out some some, uh, very soft shell, very young crabs that you can crack into. Mm -hmm. Anyone can crack into with just their their hands and so yeah, he'll 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 come back uh, with some crabs and some crabes. other some other things uh, that can be eaten. Mm, delicious, thank you. <laughs> Seaweed, yeah, not, no, no, not no, no, for no, no, you. No. Oh. Um, right. So heading out west from from here, uh, while you guys are are walking along, sun's beating down here, but ready to to. To set in a few hours on the, the western side of the island, uh, that same sunlight you, you catch something kind of glinting in the the distance uh, up the beach a little ways as as you're walking. Do you want to head over and investigate? This is about halfway between where you, you've you've seen these these buildings up the coast. Yeah, uh, I mean we're here to search the island. I'm down to investigate whatever we find. Yeah, yep. yeah. I, I think well. I think I think Kendoso and Hanto look at the two people who are more prone to chase the shiny things. <laughs> I was gonna say shiny thing. Alaris is definitely gonna go over there. Let's see. Um, can I can I try to squint into the light and see a see see a little bit more clearly what it is we're seeing here? Where you get there, make me a perception check. Uh, twenty four. It looks like a small marker or something kind of stuck in the sand, perhaps a doll of some sort. Hmm. It looks un- unliving, but you see there are bits and pieces of it that kind of blow and, and move in the wind. Seems safe enough. And as you do continue on to take a look at it here, 
it seems to be a large uh, bone of some sort, kind of tied up with dried palm fronds and looks like animal hairs. Uh, a fetish or, or some kind of, of small doll kind of stuck into the sand. Got a little representation of what it looks like. And I'm going to take us take us to some exploration map. Hmm. Is this something that might have to do with primal magic of some sort or or occultism? Um, give me give me a cultism check. Yeah, if you, if you are trained or if you have it. What about fishing? <laughs> definitely, not, <laughs> definitely not fishing lore. Uh, what'd you get? It's a 19. 19 on that. It does seem to be some kind of a fetish or um, or doll of, of some sort. Um, while you're examining it, so it does seem to have cult or a ritual kind of um, means to its end. Uh, but while, while you're examining it, there is a the, the main thrust of it is um, buried in the sand is what looks like a large bone of some sort. Um, anyone can give me a medicine check if you want to take a look at that bone. Well, like most of you can tell, perhaps you have seen some some corpses in your time. Um, the DC-10, this is indeed a a humanoid femur, and from from what you've seen of them, this one has been damaged. You see some claw or bite marks of some sort, as if this whoever this was was um, killed by an animal. Mm. That's spooky. Not sure how we all be feeling about this, but I'd like to leave spooky things alone. You're not gonna take it with you. You want to leave it here. Just bad luck to mess with things of that nature, so. I agree. This doesn't seem like a good omen. It's some bad hoodoo, I believe they call it. Uh, are, are y'all be wanting to continue or maybe the other side of the island is a bit nicer towards <laughs> femurs of the human kind. Perhaps less creepy. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're just doesn't really out. make me want to meet the natives. Particularly, well, I mean, then again, look at look at the people we came with, huh? I can almost assure you that the natives don't want to meet you. Mm. They're, well, they're just as scared scared of you as you are of them. I mean, at least the people we came with aren't Itchy Toe Dragon crew, right? There are worse comrades we could be with. <laughs> there no are worse people. That. You guys are best friends. Um, so I'm sorry, I got the scale a little bit wrong. It wasn't two quarters of miles, maybe from. The man's promise to the closest point of the beach, uh, a fifth of a mile, or maybe even less, like an eighth of a mile. Oh, and so from, they could like totally just see us, just like get to the beach and then just immediately go to sleep. <laughs> no, it's it's. I mean, it's um, still like a ways away down the beach to. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say a half mile, but um, from from where you land. Um, Definitely a quarter mile from from there, or a third of a mile. So it's cinematic views down. You see, Mister Mister Fuck is like, what are they doing? And like, he takes out a spyglass and like it shows him like looking (laughs) down the beach, and like we're all laying down, and and one of us just has our middle (laughs) finger raised up in his direction. (laughs) We're all all just like chomping on crabs, (laughs) sleeping. (laughs) But I mean, that is to say, it doesn't take too long to get to this um, what looks to be a settlement. But as you walk through, you see what is just a very small gathering of dilapidated and collapsed 
mud huts that kind of sit on the the northern beach here, maybe back a little bit in the tree line. And as you kind of walk among them, it doesn't take any skill check to realize that this place has been cleared out for many years. There's no signs of anyone having uh, spent any time here recently. Thank Besmara. No creepy people who want to eat me. Uh, to the to the point on fresh water, one might assume that no one would have constructed these buildings here if there wasn't fresh water nearby. So we might be on to something useful. Um, right as Kendoso finishes uh, speaking, he hears a peculiar peculiar whistling noise that only Hanto can do with his lizard snout, and he just tosses his little collection of crabs over at him. Don't eat him anymore. <laughs> I'm confused. Because well, Kendoso wanted the crabs. Everyone I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that's like, like a like a Scooby snack thing. Yeah, kind of. yeah. <laughs> he wanted the crabs. Crabs weren't for Candoso. Crabs are for Candoso now. Yay! Oh, okay. <laughs> while uh, while searching through here, though, what you do see leading further into the swamps, further into the the dense jungle growth behind these uh, these huts, is uh, a fairly carved out path uh, laid out with maybe rocks and, and sand um, headed southwest basically kind of deeper into the, the island um, it seems to be perhaps uh, the remnants of, of a road that led to this, this small settlement any votes for following the path um, so we could go to the settlement, or we could follow the path that leads away from the settlement. Is that you've already you're, no, no, we're, you, in, you've we're ex- in the settlement. This yeah, is you've explored everything the there is about these buildings. You find nothing of note. No, if and, there's uh, if there's clean water to be had, the settlement will either be built around it, or there will be a road to access it. Ah. There it is. That's the trick. <laughs> Give me those crabs back. I deserve them. <laughs> so, follow the path, and uh, you survival people up front, yes? Um, indeed, yes. yes. The survival people. Come along. Yes, yes. We'll that's, my, that's, my, that's my favorite uh, uh, nature channel show. Survival, survival people. Survival people. Aye. It's a good one. I mean, it's funny that you you mentioned that. I do need you guys's uh, what your marching order is uh, as you're you're making a way along the path here. You know, describing perhaps specifically how you are proceeding, and you know what intervals you want to keep between you and the the next person. Path is fairly narrow. Maybe it gets to ten feet in places, but for the most part, it's just about five feet wide. Is it um, difficult terrain on on sort of either side of the path? For the most part, the the jungle here has a dense undergrowth, mm-hmm. and you see a good many rocks and and uh, things like that, as well as some some swampy bits. So some brackish water that seems to not drain out anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so in parts, it will be very difficult straying from the path. I oh, see. Well, unfortunately, I don't have Woodland Stride just yet, so I'm on the path. I'm inclined to stealth as much as possible, but that kind of implies that I'm at the front, right? Like, scouting ahead? You could hang back way behind the party and be like, kill them first. This is something something that actually um, I wanted to to clarify because I remember um, scouting and sneaking are two separate actions. (laughs) 
So there, I mean, because you guys are no longer fatigued, you can enter exploration mode as you continue on. And there's a number of actions that you can take while in in that mode, um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, uh, oh, gosh, encounter mode, which is like, you know, when you're fighting granulos or downtime where you're making friends with pirates on the ship and things like this. We haven't had much in the way of exploration mode because you've been stuck on one stuck of on two ship. ships for the last month. <laughs> um, so I, I guess what, what I mean though is that uh, of the exploration modes one can choose from, uh, sneaking is one. Yes. Which is all you do is roll stealth. You are not perceptive. And scouting is one where you go ahead of the party, but you don't sneak. <laughs> Well, it's, it's a little so, weird. I mean, maybe I'm reading this wrong, but so sneak is not an exploration activity. Sneak implies that there is something to sneak up on, right? Like you have a target. Whereas exploration is you're just kind of looking around. There's nothing in particular. Like there's no one you're sneaking up on. There there would be no need for sneak. Yeah, there's, you know there's an exploration scout ability. Yeah. But if you're you're actively trying to 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 use stealth, I would say that is perhaps something something else. Um, I would say you would be able to use sneak and scout at the same time, but not necessarily maybe either extremely well. Um, but if you if you want to take a look at these different actions, you don't have to pick one of them. <laughs> um, but if one of you does want to scout, that is an active exploration so, mode. Yeah, I think the, says, I think the, uh, the exploration uh, activity that we're thinking of is avoid notice. That's where you use stealth. To... Right, right, right. Um, scout you can do at the front or the back of the party and at the start of the next encounter, if something comes along amongst you, you get a circumstance bonus um, every creature in your party gets a plus one bonus to initiative rolls. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, and avoid notice uh, attempting to. Well, you move at half speed and mm-hmm. stealth check. So probably, you know, more everyone doing it. I I will say I would love to avoid notice during this because it means that you use stealth for initiative. So. Mm. Which would be really good for me. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, it's it's up to how your party wants to kind of proceed. In terms of uh, determining marching order, uh, Hanto would, um, since he is uninjured and is a hunter, uh, mm-hmm. would suggest that he can go ahead and lead um, and just kind of keep an eye out for any threats up ahead. Sure. Um, do you want to scout ahead or? Yes, I would like to scout ahead. How, how much distance would you like between you and the, the rest of the party? How much distance are they comfortable with? <laughs> Take all the space you need, mate. <laughs> I mean, so if if I'm traveling to, if I'm, if I'm avoiding notice, or even if I were scouting, it would be at half speed. So that means I can only go, what, 10 feet? Or does it round up Around. to 15? Because it's 25. Yeah. Probably about 10 feet, but I mean, it's, it's up to, like I said, the rest of the party. If, if everybody else wants to also just do a leisurely walk, um, that wouldn't leave you behind or anything. 
I mean, at least in terms of this particular moment in time, I don't think the, the the mechanical speed that we're traveling is a big deal unless Patrick is actually going to have us take 10 foot movements down a map. Oh, no, it <laughs> so. does. If your speed is 10, you can move one mile per hour. And uh, that, I mean, we are tracking. I am tracking hours here. So okay. keep that in mind. But right. this island is maybe a mile or so square, maybe a little bit larger in, in some quadrants it is not that large not as large as i originally thought it was so keep that Um, in mind i'm i'm just gonna use the uh the treat wounds (laughs) um uh action um suit yourself i'm gonna suit your boy (laughs) what exactly does uh does that do um, it's it's the same as uh, when you're uh, just using medicine to treat wounds. Um, and so um, it's got all the same rules. It's sort of, you can just sort of do it on the road. Are you um, still down some HP? Uh, I am, yeah. Okay. Still down like five, so. It's like in a battle royale when you're like running away from the enemies and you're just cramming health packs into your <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> what about a cancer shields here. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's just walking mm-hmm. as fast as whoever is in front of him is going. I think that's Kendoso. So he's going Kendoso speed. Sure. Um, so, I mean, uh, there, there's not too much map here, but feel free to array yourselves with whatever distance you would like. Um, you can you can do the, the north to, to south here, what have you. Yeah. If after a while, like we're walking for a serious amount of time without anything happening, he would probably start talking, like maybe telling a story, telling oh, multiple no. stories. <laughs> I think Hanto would start to distance himself a little bit more when the stories start. <laughs> I, I, I picture him probably being somewhere around like the neighborhood of like 40 feet ahead. That far? I'm going to go ahead and, I'm gonna go ahead and patch myself up if I'm able. Yeah, go ahead. Roll it. Nope, I'm not able. No. <laughs> not a critical fail. Thank goodness. So if I'm this avoiding notice, it's... Work. It seems like it would make sense for me to be sort of at the front of the party so that it can warn mm-hmm. you of anything that might be up ahead, right? That maybe hasn't seen me. Well, that's 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 exactly what Hanto is doing. Yeah, but he's scouting, and if you want to uh, remain hidden, you can also take up the rear of the party. Um, sure, I can do that. So you can come up on your rear. I'm confused by the map. So are we heading south? So I yeah, just be just arrange yourself north to south. This is not representative. the 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 road is actually heading, like I said, southwesterly. But I just want to get, uh, for the record, how you guys are distancing yourself and spacing and things like that. So north to south, Hanto would be first, and then Alaris would be last, and then Cassius and Kendoso in between us. In that seems, order, is that right? Seems, seems about right. Cassius is stuck in the middle with Druid. So do you want um, Cassius, Candoso, and Alaris, you want just about five feet between you guys? That sounds good to me. Okay. And then Honto out about 40 feet ahead. Uh, Excellent. Um, As you guys are are walking along, obviously everyone give me a perception check. I'll tell you what you see as you're you're hiking through the forest here. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, Cassius has a 24 to perception. Yeah, I got a nailed. 9. It's <laughs> the best, best and the worst right there. 24 and 9. Um, I can tell you, everyone hears as you're walking through the trees, hear what sounds like the far-off croaking of frogs, maybe grunting of some 
island pigs or boars in the distance. You don't see these creatures in the, the dense undergrowth as you, you walk here, but over and over, you are having to shoo off some of the other fauna here in the form of different bugs that begin crawling up your legs and large centipedes and things like that, which seem to want to hitch a ride on you and are bit continuously by these very annoying mosquitoes. Eventually, the the forest and the path that you're walking along just turns into a full-on swamp area, and every time you, like, swat your, your hand in front of your face, you're swatting about 50 mosquitoes out of the way, and uh, it gets so bad um, that you can feel yourself being drained by these things as they they get under your clothing and start sucking away and that is when perhaps Honto you're able to hear behind you uh, a huge swarm of mosquitoes kind of flying back to your your teammates here um Alaris and Cassius as well you hear them just kind of all of a sudden raising up from the the swamp floor and from from this the pond scum where they've been laying eggs continuously perhaps for years and these mosquitoes indeed form up into a a large size fly of uh, a cloud i should say of of bugs uh, we are in initiative turn order use your perception question, question hold on since i was supposed to be avoiding notice that means that right. I use stealth for initiative. Should I roll a stealth check then, or? If you want to use the roll and just add your bonus, you can. I will say you're probably, I mean, you're, you're probably better at stealth than, than just regular perception, right? Yeah, so that'd be a 22 instead of 20. Yep, so a little different. And everyone is actually gonna get plus one because you've got Ponto scouting out ahead. So maybe Honto, you get bit by a few of these flies before everyone else. Um, Take one for the team. Thank you. And I'm gonna use there the mosquito stealth as they don't form up yet. And I've not rolled great. So uh, yeah, they are coming up here. We're just gonna use this area on the map and first in turn order is Cassius. It looks like they are are ready to swarm you, and we're talking thousands of mosquitoes here. You think you would be swamped if they were to to get to you? Uh, Cassius maybe looks to his druid friend and says, "Any advice for fighting a swarm of bugs?" It's not something that a pirate does very often. Nah. Yeah, he has no idea what to do. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have um, nature knowledge? Any Not skills? Trained. Yeah. No. So it'll be something, yeah, if you want, you can can hold and, and wait for Kendoso wisdom. Doesn't He seems to be healing his wounds, though, and doesn't notice he's getting yeah. eaten alive by flies, mosquitoes. Um, Cramming different colored muds into different wounds to see if this one works. Yeah, oh, it's still mud. mud. Dang it. Um, yeah, I've got nothing. I've got like big fat. Nothing I would do will work against a swarm. You got a big old fan, right? You can just like <laughs> beat them with it. Oh, yeah, but I, I kind of don't want to move towards it to beat them with it, especially because I, I imagine they're all, like they're not 
if I go off the path, is that going to be difficult terrain? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, I don't... Dip into the... Yeah, I think I'll go ahead Swamp. and... Uh, I mean, I'm going to move... I'm going to take a, a, a step uh-huh. to get to the edge of the path. I'm going to bring out my blade, and I guess that's... Is that two actions? Because um, you have quick draw. So then I can't ready an action. Okay. Um, just wait and see what happens. Yep, we'll just wait and see what happens. Because um, I don't think he really knows what's best to do here, but he doesn't want to run into the swamp to figure out how it's going to work right away. Makes sense. Alaris, you have not seen this many bugs in one place, uh, save perhaps some of the the bodies back in, in Magnamar. The bloat flies on them. Uh, what would you like to do? Is there anything I can do to know whether, like, say, a crossbow bolt would do any good against a swarm of this kind? Um, knowledge, nature, you can you can figure out if it will have any effect. All right, I'll try. You trained at all? It's a, I am trained. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a 19. Um, right, so with that, I will tell you that it has... Uh, resistances to to piercing weapons. So you fire an arrow, you'll kill some mosquitoes, but the majority of the swarm will will be just fine. And it is indeed immune to precision damage as well. So there's no no sense in. I guess that's something you do if you are, are flanking or or um, hiding from from this thing as a rogue, right? So isn't sneak attack uh, all precision damage? In fact. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so immune to precision, uh, piercing, and you imagine slashing as well. Will, uh, it will have resistance five. This this huge cloud of mosquitoes. So there's nothing I can do. Um, well, if you do more than five damage, it will. You know, you'll get to killing some, but not not very effective typically. All right. Um. So since I rolled stealth for initiative, mm-hmm. uh, it does make them flat-footed to me. Does that mean anything in this point or in this case? No? A little easier to hit them, I believe. But besides that, uh, I mean, they have the, the condition. Um, like I said, not doing any extra damage. They have a minus two circumstance bonus to armor uh, class right now. But I think, uh, I think everyone's got that currently. Um, wish I had some option. <laughs> I think, I mean, as long as they're out in the swamp, they're not biting me, right? Mm-hmm. So I think she's just going to kind of keep her head down, get her sword ready just in case they come at her and mm-hmm. yeah, I I guess essentially ready a weapon and get as far ahead as possible. So can I move twice? Uh, yeah, if you want. So I'm moving at half speed because I'm going, I'm doing a void notice. I'm trying yeah. to get by them, right? Yeah, Honto is about 40 feet ahead. It's not represented here on the map. I can reveal a little more. Oop. Okay, so I just moved forward 20 feet, I think. Okay, so if that's your full action, that will bring us back to you, Honto. Deadly swarm of mosquitoes. And I imagine you've you've dealt with some bug swarms before in the the uh, 
Sodomlands. I literally bit a giant centipede to death in in my one-on-one episode. It's the first thing I did. Classic. <laughs> Classic Hanto. <laughs> well, you're going to have to spend a lot of bite action to getting all these bad boys in. Indeed. Uh, I would also like to maybe... Pl- uh, like, what, what could I utilize to determine if these are hostile or just... Knowledge, form. nature. All right. Let's see if I can roll a decent roll. Hey, 24. Yeah, so you can figure out a couple things about them, but you uh, can can tell, I mean, there's like already dozens of these mosquitoes on you, but mm-hmm. when you look back at your friends here, there are thousands of them that seem to be swarming. And, mm-hmm. you know, this can be very dangerous. You know, you've seen cattle and things in the southern lands taken down. by Exsanguinated by this kind of thing. Yeah, they don't really have much in the way of um, uh, they're not good or evil or anything in between. They just right. eat and that's about it. I'm just trying to determine if this is like a, a feeding formation and and oh, yeah, whether this yeah. is okay. Okay, so this is an immediate danger situation. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna suck these guys dry. Uh huh. All right. So I think what uh, I so, will do. Well, let me uh, before you do that, you, you have a couple of pieces of information you can, you can draw on from. Uh, what did you roll until four? Twenty-four. Yep. Two pieces of information. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to know about them? Where is the lost city of gold? Okay. All right then. They. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you uh, pertinent pieces of information. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, like what? What kind of uh, uh, special attacks do I need to worry about from from this group? Well, you've got a swarm attack and mm-hmm. things in there. You know, inside the cluster, inside the cloud, will take damage, and you know that pests like this, pestilences, uh, have been known to harbor diseases and things like that. If, if they fed on something with some kind of um, illness or, or virus, they can transmit that to to people. So, you know, anything from malaria to um, perhaps more deadlier diseases. Mm. Um, and uh, in addition to that, um, we'll say while, while you're pretty sure most weapons won't be super effective against them, you know, anything that deals area damage or splash damage does a little bit more damage. So, oh, so would bludgeoning not? Uh, bludgeoning, I'll give you, is is more effective. They are, they do have bludgeoning resistance too. Though. Ah, so it is they the most still... effective of normal attacks. Yeah, getting in there and swatting them is, is going to do the, the best as far as regular attacks go. Well, it turns out that's the type of damage I do when I'm not in wolf stance. Ah. Awoo! <laughs> so what we need to have like an awoo sound effect. <laughs> so you're not using it right now. It's like, no. <laughs> but I mean, when I do use wolf stance, we need to have like an awoo <laughs> or something. Like, anyway, uh, I think what I will do is I will first utilize uh, the thing I did not say that I had picked in the episode where we announced the things that we picked for level two. <gasps> new, new feat of some sort? Yes, it's a monk ability. It's called Key Rush. Oh, what's uh, that do? So as one action, I get to move twice, and uh, it will provide me concealment until the start of my next turn uh, because I'm just moving so dang fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. 
I think that will allow me to actually, in two movements, just slide right off against here, unless there's something impeding that particular form of movement that nope, I chose. You're, you're basically still moving right on and then off the path, so you're getting right up next to the thousands of mosquitoes. Yeah, so the others will see is like suddenly this lumbering lizard folk is moving, is uh, much faster on his feet than they've ever seen him move before. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, gonna do the flurry of blows thing, doing it. Ooh, go right ahead. So 23 on the first attack. That's a hit. For six damage, so I guess you'll you'll do the math. I won't do your yep. math for you. Yep, so you're swatting flies right out Indeed. the Indeed, and a 23 on the second attack. Hey, same amount of damage. Why not? Let's swing for the fences. Let's do for my final action one more attack. That's a 10. That's probably not going to do it, but, you know. Did did you have another action after moving that was forward? It. Oh, so you can move 40 feet in one action. Yes. Oh, my. Cool. Yeah, that's, lizard. Well, that, okay. that was the, that's the whole point of Key Rush. Key Rush gives you a double movement. Gives you two forms of movement. It can be uh, a stride and a step, uh, two strides, two steps, and oh, then goodness. you have concealment until the start of your next turn. Monks be broken, yo. So, so remember, we got to remember if they attack me, we've got to roll that miss chance. <laughs> Don't worry, they're not going to because they see they see much juicier targets on their turn. What? There's both Cassius and Candoso uh, standing right next to each other, and they are going to fly for the juicy, tender human meat, <laughs> if you will, uh, right off the the side of the swamp here. I guess that's what you get for having soft skin. I mean, a tender, juicy guys. meat. And it's, I mean, it's, they're mosquitoes. It's not too much damage. Whatever. I'm just going to roll d6. Three points of damage as you are getting drained. You see your arms, like, turn black or any exposed flesh kind of turn black with these these uh, bugs just landing on you and, and soaking it in. Do, do, do. My finger is hovering over a specific button to roll. <laughs> Each enemy in the swarm space takes 1d6 piercing damage. So that's piercing. Ah, I do need you to make me a save. Yeah, really? A reflex save. Oh, I was oh, wrong. Yeah, I was you, were, wrong. you were hovering over the wrong button, huh? I was hovering over the wrong button. I'm happy, though, because my fortitude is trash. Compared a little bit better for the reflex. Yeah, 21 reflex for... All right. Are you doing uh, like a stylish dodge around a mosquito or something? <laughs> I, I, imagine, I imagine it more like he's not just standing still and being bitten. It's more just yeah. like thrashing just so, to try and keep them from being able to latch so, on. It's easy. So question about saving throws right now. Mm -hmm. um, are we still uh, fatigued? I know we were enfeebled, but you guys have rested all up, so fatigued is gone. Okie dokie. Okay, here we go. Here we go. No whammies. Ah, oh, whammy. Eight, okay. two on the dice, and uh, Tyler, 21 in total. Uh, this is DC 20 to avoid <laughs> some So I critically fail? Uh, there, there isn't any rules for the critical failure here. Uh, it just says critical uh, creatures that fail the saving throw, you are subject to D4 persistent bleed damages. Even if you try like squash these bugs on you, you know you're you're bleeding out of dozens of little needle puncture wounds in in your flesh. 
Um, How's that for natural medicine, Candosa? Great. That, Perfect. Hey, that is their letting was once a very natural way to heal. <laughs> that is uh, their turn, Candosa. We're on to you. Ah, kill it with fire. No. Um, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> burn gonna, this entire island down. Burn all the island. Island. <laughs> These are the natives. I hate natives. I hate biodiversity now. <laughs> so. Wait, give me the crabs. We can still negotiate. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to blast them with a burning hands. All right. Let's see here. So they can make a reflex throw. Oh, boy. Are they good at reflex? Oof. Oh, boy. They have saved. Okay. So it's only half. So seven uh, fire damage. And that is indeed um, area of effect. So half of the seven, but they still take, actually take five more from area of effect damage. So... Uh, eight in total. You've done as much as a boy Hanto. All right. Excellent. Any, any other action you'd like to make? Oh, you don't have to uh, like be like that. I mean, that's <laughs> uh, that's uh, three of my actions. This versus fire. Oh, okay. Right. Sorry. Uh, two actions for burning hands. Right. Brings us back to the top of the turn order. Tyler, you are still in the midst of the the, the mosquito swarm. Yeah. Let's step out from the swarm. Makes sense. And that's one. Oh, I'm sorry. I will roll Kendoso's Persistent Bleed damage right now. Blah! Right. Three points of Persistent Bleed. So we're just going to try slashing a short sword through this. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, you, you get a crit, right? Crit is in Precision damage. Yeah. I mean, this is nice because there's no reason for me to try to get Panache since Precision damage doesn't do anything. Uh, okay, 11 on the dice is a 19. A 19 is just a hit. Five slashing. I imagine that's going down. Nothing happens. Yeah. You're just slicing right through the air. Yep. Uh, so, hmm. Good question, Patrick. Um, yeah. From the nature roll made, uh, are, are we able to discern whether going under the surface of the water here in the swamp would stop them from being able to get to us? Probably not, no. They're swimming bugs. Okay, never mind. They, they were born in the water. That's it. <laughs> they lay their eggs in the water. I don't think You merely was... yeah. adapted the water. Yeah, you they, adapted they the water. We were born of it. <laughs> Patrick would be like, the swarm of mosquitoes hovers in the air above you while a swarm of leeches gathers in the water to attack you. <laughs> or they just wait until you <laughs> drown. <Come on>. Yeah. <laughs> and then the piranhas show up. Uh, and you're suddenly well. in the three-front war. Well, Cassius has one more action, and there's no reason to use it to raise his AC because they don't need to attack his AC. He cannot do any damage against them. So you can roll a you can roll better on an attack roll, right? Uh, <laughs> on a damage roll, can I? You, I think you rolled a three on a D six. So I mean, I guess. More. All right. Well, let's do it i guess question mark be as useful as possible positive thinking hey the power of positivity see i convince you guys to to push your limits here you've you've got a hit and max damage looks like right max damage of eight all right well three of that's going through so every little bit i bet will count that is your turn alaris we are back to you see your friends getting swamped by mosquitoes 
So Alaris has her uh, curve blade out and ready after her last turn. She would like to take a sneaky step toward the mosquito swarm. Can I do that? I mean, I think you're you're still kind of stealthing through the, the forest here. So I'll allow it. All right. So I I do want to sneak. Because mm-hmm. that gives make, me... Make me a roll and it'll be against their... Well, the I guess precision damage doesn't do anything against this, right? So sneak attack no. wouldn't help. However... Yeah. You can still make them flat-footed on the second turn, right? How many perception rolls do the... <laughs> the, the, the swarm of bugs get. <laughs> they don't get perception. You would roll against their their passive perception, their uh, perception DC. So that's a 16 on that stealth check to sneak forward by five feet. Unfortunately, you've only hidden yourself from about 800 of the thousand mosquitoes left. So <laughs> they they are... They are formed up a shield wall as you, you step up to them. All right, Alaris, Alaris has down. her curve blade ready, though. She is going to take a swipe at the swarm. That's a 15 on that first attack. That is a miss. Oh, Once again, no. just singing right through these guys. Want to try double or nothing? Second attack. I'll try, I'll try for a second time. Oh, my. Oh, that's way worse. That is Even. a six. <laughs> Is that a yikes? Toots on the dice. What was the first one? Six on the dice. Uh, that I mean, that is a critical fail. There's there's no penalties right now for that. But uh, yeah, you unfortunately, unfortunately not able to slash any of them out of the air. Honto, we're back to you. Your sword friends seem to be failing. What would you like to do? Oh, it looks like some sword action happened. A little <laughs> oh, sorting. Yeah. A light sorting. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead that was like the backswing. It was like, <laughs> you know, in, instead just like thwapping them like a, a giant um, fly swatter. Right. Uh, speaking of giant fly swatters, uh, I'm going to flavor <laughs> this this next series of attacks. So uh, I used a step as one of my actions. Uh, I will flavor these next strikes as though he's swinging his big old tail to try and Ooh. hit as many uh, of these things as possible. So he's doing little whirly tail strikes here. Thwip. That'd be a 19 to hit. First one's a hit. All right. Hey. How much for damage? Eight, for eight damage. All right, so that's actually just six, but yeah, every little bit's going to count. Second attack is an 18 on the die. Sorry, 18 to hit. That is a miss. 18 is a miss. Yeah, we were yeah, we, we dialed in to we found the exact is. number. We've mm-hmm. solved your armor class tra- trap puzzle. Then I'm going to use a disarm action. No, I'm going to do a third attack. <laughs> right. You, you just pl- you just pluck all their wings. There's there's not many of them left. The 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 swarm has been uh, mostly destroyed by this point. Ooh, excellent. So big swipe of the tail, and there's only a few left. Yes, but this third attack is a miss. Just a miss. Okay. So he didn't have uh, he didn't have spanning AC. It was just like below or above a certain amount. It's it's only above. <laughs> just yeah. below, okay. just above. Believe it or not. Um, but with that, um, actually, that is just just this last one. I think going to be enough because at the beginning of their turn, this swarm breaks up and about half the mosquitoes just kind of fly back into the water here. The rest are dead to your attacks and we are out of combat. Hey! I just did the math again. 
Hooray. I don't like this. I don't like this place. It was only only because of uh, Cassius's three damage there that that was enough. <laughs> yeah. Every little bit counted. Flex. Flex. Yeah. So a little difficult to hit as they're they are teeny little flies, but there's not that much HP. <sighs> I mean, like I said, they're teeny. Uh, wait. So do I continue bleeding? <laughs> Or, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like persistent co- bleed. <laughs> we exit out of combat, and there's just suddenly this loud gushing noise, and we look over and just see blood shoot out of Kendo's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. I'm trying to see if a uh, first aid can. Yeah, stop bleeding. So first off, after the first time you take damage. Uh, Make me a uh, flat DC 15 check, and you can recover automatically from it. Okay. Roll high enough. Four. No. Okay. So you would potentially take some more in in damage unless you you have something on this next turn you want to do to to heal up yes so the dc is usually the dc of the effect that caused the bleed to (laughs) stop bleeding so i'm gonna make medicine check to try to stop that dc 20 yeah yeah let me let me check a thing real quick can anyone assist i can assist i'm i'm trained in medicine does that help 20 is hard to hit and i don't know what his medicine bonus is Let's see, I'm just pulling up natural medicine. I would need to roll a 14 to hit 20. <laughs> okay, so I can't use natural medicine to do this. So my medicine bonus is plus four. So is mine. So do you want I, an assist? I don't think we can assist. You can assist right now. You can, or I would just recommend each rolling if you got the oh, same just, bonus. Yeah, 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 just each roll in your own attempt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just Makes gonna. Sense. I'm just gonna try. I mean, oh, he got, oh. Did it. <laughs> All right, there we go. No help needed. All right, so no, no salves or or lotions or potions will do this. You have to get some bandages and start quickly, kind of yeah. wrapping up your your forearms, and they, yeah, they quickly I, poke I, through I, little red dots on them. I pluck a bunch of leaves real quick. I just rub them all on. <laughs> No, this is actual medicine. You're not allowed to use nature. <laughs> right. I use antiseptic. <laughs> he, he looks at the mud for a moment. He's like, mud? No. Not this time. <laughs> not this the mud time looks mud. back at him like, not this mud. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, great. So out of combat, you guys ready to continue on down the path here? Yeah. Yep. And as long as this continuing down the path takes another 10 minutes, I can get my key point back. <laughs> well, I should say the, the path does continue on, but it just suddenly quickly slips into a, a large green bog all around you and, and kind of disintegrates. You see what looks like perhaps the remnants of an old wooden bridge that would cross this area, but only short timber platforms on, on either side remain, leaving just pilings jutting from, from the mud on, on either side. Mm. Does it look like the thing we could, the type of thing we could jump across, or it's? I mean, I mean maybe some of you um, from either end, maybe uh, twenty feet or twenty-five feet, depending on on your angle. Um, why don't you guys give me a perception check? So twenty-two. Oh goodness gracious! Good thing Candoso is in your party, perhaps. Um, make me a survival check, Candoso. 
Alaris got a 22 too. Just Do you have survival? Are you trained in survival? Me? Yeah. Yeah. She's trained in everything. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> pretty I much. Say, <laughs> yep, this is this is survival. Um, get, uh, both make me a survival because I will say <laughs> this isn't oh, good that's too. Sad. Get a natural one. Are you sure you're trained in survival? <laughs> I got a 15 in survival, so. Uh, yeah, this area just seems like really unstable. Um, you're pretty sure this bog, I mean, you would just like sink down into it if you were to, to try and walk across it. Okay. Uh, perhaps we should go around? Do we have line? Like, I have a rope. So, nope. We only have rope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> <out of line. laughs> Apologies. Oh, you're, God, you're way out of line. Force of habit. Our Honto, do you think you can jump the gap and tie off the line? We can pull it tight and perhaps just walk across. He'll, uh, at that, he'll kind of like walk over to the edge of the safe ground and kind of, he takes his time. You see him like kind of spread out his large foot pads, uh, testing the edge, looking over. What's up? Oh, it's real sludgy. Sure. uh, Make me... What was your perception check? Oh, his was very low. Oh, good. Nine. Um, As you're you're feeling out here, you feel indeed the the ground shake and and shift what looks like dried kind of um, grass underneath just kind of gives way and you see your Mm. ankle just swallowed up by this sludge of... uh, of mix of, like I said, brackish water and sand and mm-hmm. what looks like decomposed material into I'm, a, I'm a quick mud. I've run into this kind of terrain before back at home. Well, we'll see if you're very good at dealing with it as indeed, we're gonna go back into initiative turn order as Uh-oh. Honto begins sinking into the swamp's quicksand. Oh, okay, well. Dun, 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 and using your perception checks. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I can jump. Oh, wait. No. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, Seth. I wasn't trying to set you up. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. What's this private message from Patrick? Get Seth to the edge of the. Bo- okay. <laughs> we are going to go back in initiative turn order as you see Honto slipping into the waters here. Uh, but will he indeed live or die? Uh, that's going to be a tale for another time here on no. Dead Men Roll No Crits. No. Because we took a lot of time with the mosquito fight. <laughs> and uh, I want to start next week with these fun rules. Uh, my prediction uh, is that now that he's immobilized, uh, Mr. Plug is just going to show up with the cat of nine tails and just start whipping the crap out of him. This <laughs> is for all those other times when I wasn't allowed to. This is my dream when I sleep at night. Get out of that water, wavy withered. Oh, that's a different accent completely. <laughs> it's over fun. Uh, guys, thanks so much for playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition with me. Thank, Thank you, you, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you. All of our Patreon listeners out there right now that are... Uh, I, I'm very surprised people can keep up to date with both Cosmic Crit and us. But if you're paying for it, it makes sense. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. And if you know this Adventure Path, you know there's a lot more fun tricks on this island uh, to come. So, If, if, uh, if I may, uh, thank you more than Patrick because oh. none of the listeners <laughs> whip Honto. 
<laughs> you're not responsible for any of that. There should be a there should be a Patreon tier called Whipping Honto. <laughs> <laughs> whipping boy. <laughs> Where they, get like, to, they get to roll a D20 for whipping Honto. Like there's just a chance that if they roll well enough, then Honto gets whipped. <laughs> you, you just know that that's gonna be a thing. Like when when we do when we do like CritterCon or or something, we're gonna have like a special live show where people can donate to just do a cat of nine tails damage to Honto just yeah. whenever. Yeah, <laughs> the the ghost flail comes out of nowhere. The phantasmal whipper just comes out of another plane. And just... <laughs> the the wispy whipper. Um, uh, guys, thanks for playing with me, and we'll see you back here next week. Later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. See ya. Bye. Avast.